Disney's Tarzan is a very pretty movie, but there is an entire subplot being told in the movement of the characters. Stay tuned to examine why Tarzan fell for Jane. Hey guys, welcome back to the Fangirl. I'm still your hostess, McGann, and I still love my original Tarzan theory. Go check that one out. Spoiler alert, it's not about Anna and Elsa. But Disney's Tarzan, in general, does not get enough credit for how good it is. It was the last movie of Disney's Renaissance era, which had started with The Little Mermaid and covered the most beautiful films with the most captivating stories. Disney's Tarzan, of course, was no exception to this. And hey, as a lusty old woman myself, let me just say it's about time that we have some three-quarters naked muscle man prancing around on the screen for 88 minutes. <laughs> no, it's not creepy. He was older than me when the movie came out, right? That's okay, right? Am I a cougar? But what I always found strange as a child was how Tarzan had this whole love at first sight thing with Jane, even though she was literally the only woman he had ever seen and he didn't even know that they were the same species at first. However, watching the film again as an adult, I do catch all of these subtle little details in the action that really lead up to the romance. And I think those details deserve some attention. Oh, and just to do a quick recap of the movie, if somehow you haven't seen it in the 20-something years that it's been out, rich-looking people end up trapped far from home, they build a treehouse, get eaten by a big cat, a gorilla comes in to save and adopt their orphan baby, and that baby grows up to be Tarzan. Tarzan uses his human ingenuity to become the greatest animal in the jungle, then humans appear, Tarzan gets all the special feelings for the only woman he's ever seen, and then Tarzan decides to leave for the UK with them. But he can't, because there's a surprise plot twist for the ship's crew to steal the gorillas, which Tarzan and Jane have to stop. And then Jane decides to stay with Tarzan. Now, when Tarzan first experiences humans, he sees Clayton and the shotgun. And that shotgun hits right next to Tarzan's head, so it's a very intimidating stay away from me vibe that he gets from Clayton. You know, even though Tarzan is very curious about those strangers like him, he is quickly taught to keep his distance. Then Porter enters the scene, and while he is much less threatening overall, he does have a lot of erratic behaviors that might tell Tarzan, hey, stay back. This guy might be creepy, crazy, Weasley, Wily, we don't know. Plus, Porter is all but glued to Clayton, so that whole get away from me vibe still applies. Then Jane waltzes in, and Tarzan is intrigued, but come on, who wouldn't be? I mean, look at the bustle on that. But Jane is still a part of this pack of dangerous animals, so Tarzan stays away. Then Jane falls back to draw an animal, ends up getting herself into some trouble, and Tarzan literally has to swing in to save her. And that is very curious behavior, because in all the times we've seen Tarzan on screen and all the montages, Tarzan learns how to outwit other creatures and how to use tools to his advantage, but we never see Tarzan trying to help in any other animals except the gorillas. That's his family, that's his unit. Everybody else is an outsider, they don't matter. And that's really not Tarzan being a jerk because every other animal was designed to survive in that environment, Tarzan wasn't. So of course, the only people he really gets close to and wants to help and protect 
are his family, the gorillas. Which means for Tarzan to see Jane and recognize that she's in trouble and for him to come running to her rescue, he would have had to have realized that she is not equipped to survive in the jungle. And that very mentality of she's not going to survive if I don't intervene and help her and protect her is what actually starts their whole romance. I mean, I know it does physically on screen, but I mean, mentally, psychologically, emotionally. Jane's helplessness literally activates Tarzan's hero instinct. And if you've never heard that term before, the hero instinct is a theoretical trait that men have, and it makes them want to protect and provide for the people that they care about. And supposedly, if you are able to activate the hero instinct in a man's head, that releases a bunch of powerful bonding chemicals that causes a man to fall in love. And we can really see that hero instinct coming into play for the entire first encounter between Tarzan and Jane. At the start, Tarzan has no idea that Jane is the same kind of creature as him. It's not until the chase is over and they touch hands that Tarzan pieces that together. And yet we see Tarzan's body language telling a very different story as he saves Jane. Not only does he swoop in to save the day, but as a tree limb crashes down, Look at how Tarzan positions his body. He keeps Jane pressed against the tree and uses his own torso to shield her from any falling debris. So she's already activated this very primal sense within a man's head to provide and protect. That's why the damsel in distress archetype is a thing because it really works. I can be her hero, I can save her day, so this is the woman that's meant for me. And that very protective stance that Tarzan gets when that tree is falling, it says, I value your safety, your health, your lack of injury over my own. And that compulsion to save Jane is what draws Tarzan closer to her. It makes him more invested in her. And after all, she must not have a mate because she's all alone out here with no one to rescue her. I mean, Jane was putting out some strong I'm available jungle signals whether she knew it or not. And that means, for lack of a better way to put it, that rescue scene is the first time that Tarzan really gets to feel like a man. He's gone from being this outcast black sheep of the gorillas to somebody who really wants to step up and protect his tribe, even if that tribe is only one person. That has got to impact somebody in a profound way. And Jane may have gotten the matching behavior of, oh my gosh, this man is my savior. I can depend on him. I love him now. Such positive vibes. Had she not been completely horrified. Like Tarzan was in his own natural playground here and Jane was scared to death. And then we have that aftermath scene where Tarzan is inappropriately touching Jane and being in her personal space, and that does not make her less anxious. So because Tarzan kind of presents himself as this wild card who might do anything, Jane did not get the same burst of bonding hormones that Tarzan got. She was more in a panicked survival mode. So Tarzan pursues Jane in the only way that he knows how, by coming around her constantly and showing that he's interested interested in her and he takes her to see the birds because he thinks it'll make her happy. He tries to bring her flowers as soon as he realizes that that's what people do. And then he stares at her on that vine in a way that would cut through just about any straight woman. Whew, them is some steamy eyes. 
But Jane does not reciprocate in the same way until the very end of the film. She has a lot of interest in Tarzan as a subject to study, but she dismisses a lot of his advances. Like on that vine that would have melted most souls, Jane starts deflecting her gaze to discourage the intensity between them. Honey, you only live once. YOLO. YOLO. Get it for those of us who can't. And then even after Tarzan agrees to leave his world behind to go with Jane, Jane still acts coy like she doesn't really get why he's following her. Jane's intentions here are not to fall in love or to stoke the romantic embers that Tarzan has built up, but he does grow on her over time because familiarity breeds positivity. But come on, honey, I don't know what you've got back home, but it does not look like him, okay? Let's just be real. Let's just be real. And honestly, I think it's the capture on the boat that really sways Jane's opinion. Here we have this huge betrayal where people who represent civilized society are locking Jane and her father up just so they can go capture all of the gorillas for... I have no idea, actually. Rich people's menageries? They never specify. Although another fantastic body language moment is when the boat starts violently rocking and Tarzan is glued to Jane. He is making sure that she doesn't end up tossed into the walls of the ship. It's just such a beautifully illustrated and caring detail to show where his mindset is. Protect Jane, even if I'm in danger too. Love it. Love them. So Tarzan's hero instinct has actually made it to where he's bonded to Jane above all others. Because, you know, they're not the only two people at the bottom of that ship when it's going back and forth, but Tarzan has no concern to save anybody else. And Jane is so preoccupied that she doesn't even seem to notice that he's doing this for her. Honey, wake up. He's a good man. But then there's this big battle. Jane and Tarzan have to work together to overthrow the crew of the ship and free the gorillas. Clayton dies. Kerchak dies, which means now Tarzan can't leave the jungle because he has to take care of the gorillas. He's the family head now. And when the dust is settled, Jane and Porter start to head back towards the same ship that just wrongfully imprisoned them. What? It's even the same captain in the rowboat. Like nothing has changed. Why are they going? And I mean, it is impossible to sail a ship that big with no crew. So they would have to let the gorilla thieves out too. And then you're just going to trust that they're not going to end you in your sleep? Huh? But it's no matter because Jane decides that she can't leave Tarzan and Porter goes, I'm staying too. Why not? And they all live happily ever after in a place where Jane will never have a good hair day again. The end. Why though? Why does Jane suddenly go from pretending that she can't recognize Tarzan's feelings to returning them? Well, again, familiarity breeds positivity. And also again, Jane was just in a big battle. A battle where she and Tarzan had a common enemy and Jane even had a little of her own hero instinct to kick in because she had to save the gorillas. So the serotonin and endorphins and oxytocin and all these things rushing into Jane's brain brought her closer to Tarzan emotionally. And it's basically the same for when Tarzan first saves Jane. Tarzan never really had to do that for anybody else so that sent the same wave of chemicals into his brain which, you know, adrenaline, oxytocin, all of these things can be very 
bonding. You want to keep being around the person who gives you these positive rushes. So of course, Tarzan saves Jane and his brain goes, she's the one. She's the one I'm going to mate with. And then the same thing basically happened for Jane. It just took her longer to get there. But when it became evident that society was more dangerous than the jungle, what was holding her back? Stay with your beautiful vine swinging lover. Why not? It is very interesting how you can see the exact moments and events that caused this pair to lean in closer to each other. And it is so interesting to watch Tarzan's hero instinct kick in and how that impacted the way he felt about Jane. Disney did a fantastic job telling the romantic subplot in actions over words. But what do you think? Is there a better example of a Disney love story? Let me know in the comments. I might be overthinking it, but that's literally my job. <laughs> no, it's... <laughs> I mean, she was putting out some strong jungle single. I mean, Jane was putting out some strong jungle sing What? What? Honey, wake up. He loves, honey, wake up. Honey, wake up. He's a good man. Honey, wake up. He's a good man. Honey, wake up. And Jane may have gotten the matching. Oh my gosh, this guy is my savior. I owe him so much. I must be in love with him too. Well, family members, we're almost done, but I want to invite you to hang out with me in some other places. I'm on Twitter and Instagram as my own personal self, and I have a Facebook page too, but I mostly just post photos over there. And sometimes people say, hey, McGann, I want to mail you something. How do I do that? Easy. Just click the About tab on my channel page, and my most current P.O. Box info will be right there. I also run another channel, The Family. It's really a hodgepodge channel where we might post anything. Oh yeah, and I also sell shirts and stickers and stuff with the family and the fangirl logos. If that is your cup of tea, I have a link in every description of every video. Finally, if you want to help out the fangirl channel and make sure I'm putting out video essays for years to come, the best way you can help is by subscribing and watching more of my videos, whether they're new, old, whatever. Maybe even share one or two on social media, help spread the word. People who watch to the end of videos like you helps to tell the site, hey, this is a good video. We should recommend it to other people. So if you made it this far, leave me a comment of something like, hey, I made it to the end. Love ya. See you next time, family members. Bye.